For the video on P1440. Yep. On the audio, this is Sandcast Beach Volleyball with Triborn and Travis Mawerder, presented by our buddies at Volleyball Mag. They got the audio and the written. P1440 has the video, which Tri is theatrically animating. So if you're missing out on this, go to P1440.com yeah. and check out <laughs> Tri's acting skills. You did take a hosting class. I did, yeah. <laughs> you want to keep your hands kind of level here and just kind of work them. Yeah, I'm going with the casual look. Yeah, that, you see, I'm on the blue couch for the first time. This is normally where we have the guests, and since we have no guests today, you get no to play with today, the Wilson ball. Yeah, I get to play with the Wilson ball. Like Rich Lamborn loved playing with this thing, mm-hmm. and Chad loved playing with Brooke it. Brooke ignored it. Brooke ignored it, so it needs some playing time again. Yeah, so it needs some love. I'll give it some love. Nice job. <laughs> um, but if you are listening and not seeing us, then you can. Uh, we don't have a guest today, so it's just me and Try hanging out. Sorry, um, guys. Because <laughs> we have the, the seasons coming up, and we wanted to do sort of a little season preview before this two-star, a women's only two-star in Cambodia, and then just get our thoughts on various partnerships and things happening for the 2019 season. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we get into it, how's your health and everything now that you've been training? Is everything still going well? Yeah, it's going good. I got a. I did get some blood tests back recently. Doctor said I'm looking good. It's all good. I did get sick the other day though. I caught a little something from my wife and uh, took me down on Thursday, so I didn't have but practice. Your, but your, your treatments have you back and <laughs> your yeah, other exactly. new treatments is <laughs> like steroids been, for bugs now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've been super super uh, charging my immune system. So yeah. I, I fought it off pretty quick. Had a good. Friday practice, read pretty, kind of tore my pinky finger off a little bit. Those indoor guys <laughs> just feel like they got to swing at everything. Now, how is it since you know, you're partnered with Trevor? Trevor and Reed have not had the greatest on-court relationship. How is it when oh, they yeah. practice together? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> uh, I mean, Reed, Reed has um, changed his strategy in, in dealing with um, Trevor now. You know, I think he definitely takes it more of a challenge to not let Trevor get under his skin. Um, and Trevor desperately doesn't want to lose to Reed. Neither do I. Or we don't want to lose to anyone. Right. But um, it's pretty it's pretty comical, you know, just knowing their past and uh, seeing it's like, is Trevor still going to run his mouth? Yup. <laughs> <laughs> is Reed going to get irritated by it? Yup. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, Nah, it's, I mean, it's not really a big deal. It's just kind of entertaining knowing that there's a little underlying heat there. Yeah. Now, are you guys ready to travel with Doha somewhat coming up? And then you have yeah, probably so, pretty excited about your Florida training camp. Yeah, talk so we're about going that? to Florida first. That's our first trip of the year um, besides Hawaii. Um, we are going to Florida with Jose, our coach, uh, Sarah, Hughes and Summer Ross are also going out there to do their own training with Jose. We share a coach. Um, and we're going to have uh, Phil and Nick come down. They're going to both drive down from there where they live. And uh, we're all going to kind of train for a week and prep ourselves. I know Phil and Nick could probably use the competition. Yeah. And uh, it's always good training playing against those guys. But we're just kind of isolating ourselves so we can really focus and uh, – uh, make a lot of gains before we get on the road, and it should be nice and easy. It's in Fort Lauderdale um, at a friend of Jose's um, 
property actually. So I've never been there, but I've heard it's really nice. Yeah, you guys should should live stream a match with Phil and Nick and pretend it was the finals of Fort Lauderdale since you got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> sure, people would be entertained because I know that a lot of people are wondering because Phil and Nick are quiet, mm-hmm. like they don't make a whole lot of noise or they're not on social media, so everyone's always right. wondering what they're doing in regards to Tokyo because we've had Jake and Taylor mm-hmm. on, and both of them said that they're making that push, right. but not many people have heard from Phil. Yeah, I'll let you guys know when I get back. I mean, I know they're going for it, that's official, I'm pretty sure that's official. Uh, if not, you heard it first here <laughs> on Sandcast. Uh, but um, I guess I'll hear more about the stories and, and where their heads are at. Either way, it's uh, it's going to be a battle. They're, yeah. they're our main competition. Yeah, good cliffhanger for our next episode when you get back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you might be able to do one when you're actually in Fort Lauderdale. That's true. Hang out with Phil. Might have to steal the equipment. <laughs> We'll see if I can get Phil to talk again. We got him on one podcast. We did. That we was did. He impressive. was great. Yeah. He was good. Once you get him talking, give him a glass of wine or a beer and yeah. the guy can talk. <laughs> um, now, other teams making the early push in February. So this is the roster of the U.S. It's a women's only two-star event in Cambodia. We have four new partnerships. So four teams, four new partnerships. Amanda Dowdy and Corinne Quiggle. Jessica Gaffney and Molly Turner. Brittany Hochever and Carly Wopat, who we have heard from on Sandcast. And then I love this new pairing, Caitlin Ledoux and Gina Urango. So they are going to a two-star that starts a week from today. It starts February 21st. Um, Try. Mm-hmm. do you have any thoughts on these partnerships? So Brittany Hochever was in the finals of a four-star, and now she's kind of getting back into the grinding phase with Carly and two stars. Uh, Gina Urango, we haven't really seen her travel much internationally. She played in Chetumal with Caitlin, and they lost in the finals Where? to... Did you sneeze? Chetumal. Mexico? Is that Chetumal. Uh, <laughs> Chetumal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they did really well. There. They played in the finals, lost mm-hmm. to Heather Bansley and Brandy Wilkerson. Um Corinne Quiggle took a fifth in Manhattan Beats last year. That was her best career finish. Amanda Dowdy split with Irene Pollock, who is back with uh, Kim DiCello, right. I believe. And then... Um, Amanda won a two-star, I think? She won in Shepparton, Australia. Was that a one or two-star? Well, that's a one-star, because one Avery Drost and Chase Freshman also won that right. one around the same time last year. Right. And then Jess Gaffney and Molly Turner, um, two P1440 dev athletes, so Molly took a third in uh, Huntington uh, in December. And then Jess Gaffney took a fifth in San Jose with Agnieszka Pregalska. They lost to Carrie and Anouk. So all accomplished athletes kind of looking to make that next step, except for Brittany. Right. Uh, I saw Brittany and Carly playing today. Carly's looking pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Very athletic, as we expected. But... um can tell she's learning a lot from Britt. It's a lot of like feedback she's getting from her, so that that could be a deadly matchup. Brittany's always uh, kind of finding her way, you know. She, she wins she with, finds a way. with everyone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's been solid. Um, where is Cambodia? <laughs> I'm like trying to picture it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Well, I know some. So Hagen and I signed up for a two star in Cambodia a month later, mm-hmm. and. We thought that it was close to Brazil. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we were like, oh, well, there's, there's, a, there's one star in Brazil right 
after it. We'll so just let's catch just the bus. Let's just let's just do it right <laughs> after. And so a round trip ticket to Cambodia was like five fifty, which is a steal. I was like, that's that's cheaper than going to Maryland. Yeah. And then a trip from Cam one way from Cambodia to Brazil was twelve hundred. I was like, Hagen, we're gonna have to pick one. <laughs> oh wow yeah because then from brazil to los angeles is like another 800 bucks or something so i was like we're gonna travel like 2500 bucks with if we win both we win like a thousand so right (laughs) if we win we only lose 1500 so cambodia is not close to brazil don't know where it is in relation to us there's a lot of listeners right now i want to say by these by like thailand yeah, I want to say it's somewhere over somewhere there. in I that can area. find out, people. Yeah, we do have technology. I have a computer right in front of me. Um, but while you're looking up where Cambodia <laughs> yeah. is, the I, I I think that I'm super stoked that Gina is traveling with Caitlin. Oh, right next to Thailand. Nice job. Nice. In between Thailand and <laughs> Vietnam. Anyway, um, I'm stoked that Gina's traveling. It's uh, cause yeah. I feel like she's sort of sold herself short a little bit from a volleyball perspective, because every time that she's played domestically, I mean, she's had a ton of success. Mm-hmm. And then her and Caitlin played really well in the AVP last year. And then her first international tournament, she takes silver. So it's fun to see her actually like going for it. And you know, Caitlin's traveling. Yeah. It's almost like she doesn't want to, but she keeps winning and playing well. So she's like, oh, I guess I have to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's going to be fun to see Gina uh, wearing the USA jersey and, and taking the international, seeing how our game applies to that. A lot of people have success domestically, but the game changes when you go overseas. Obviously, she had a lot of success. I, I don't think she'll have a problem. Um, the real tough part is traveling. When you're traveling that much and you're like wiped out, like trying to stay really steady at the top is really difficult. Whereas if you stay home, you're like fully ready. You've had like probably weeks of rest in, in between before every AVP, right? Yeah. Whereas the other players are like flying in from like Cambodia or some crap. <laughs> <laughs> like jet lag. Played like yeah. three weeks in a row overseas. Um, but she, I think they're going to have success. Caitlin's just been getting better and better, right? Like she was pretty dominant last year on yeah. the tour. Made a couple finals. Mm-hmm. We had a bunch of Sundays. partners. Yeah. Yeah. Helps when you have April. Doesn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely <laughs> Not a was, a, was a boost. Yeah. But then she and Gina did damage too. Yeah. I'm excited there because with the women's game at the top, aside from Carrie and Brooke, mm-hmm. there's been no like big movements at the top level, whereas the guys, like the top is totally reconfigured, yeah. except for Phil, Nick, and Jake and Taylor. Right. Um, so this would be an interesting look at some new partnerships on the women's side who could break into that top. Like I think Gina and Caitlin have all the potential to beat some of our best teams in the U.S. and make their way into the fours and five stars if that is what they want to do. Yeah, no, totally. And I think, man, like a lot of these college girls, or I call them college girls because they just came out. Right. The girls who got to play in college, you know, who are part of that next generation, the uh, whatever you want to call it generation, uh, NCAA generation. Yeah. I think there's just so many girls with potential and like, there's only going to be like four, three, four or five of them, I think, that are going to like really turn into the, hopefully, the carries and Aprils and stuff, you know, or, or even just Brooke Sweat, Lauren Fendrick, all those top players. Um, but I think there's a, there's a lot of potential, like Howard Reeves, Quiggle, like you mentioned, like Sponsel's not even on tour 
full time yeah. yet. Uh, I mean, and then you the have, list goes on. And you on. know, blocker at USC, Tina Gradina was FIVB, one of the rookies of the year. What a name! And she's, yeah, and she's still at USC. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's nuts because it was Tina and um, uh, April Bustamante mm-hmm. were their number one, and they had like a bunch of big clashes with the McNamara twins, who we mentioned last week with Brooke. Um, that these college girls are already competing for medals on the world tour, mm-hmm. and they're still in college. Exactly. And, then you, and like, and Sarah Sponsel was. I mean, she's got a silver medal at the Hague. Yeah, exactly. They're still in college. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's it's like if you had to guess who's going to be in the 2024 Olympics, it'd be like crazy, total toss out. Yeah, like I have no idea. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good problem. It was. To have. I was listening to kind of reminded me of a podcast I was listening to, and I forget what it was exactly, but it's talking about how a lot of times your competition isn't who you think it is. It's like someone that you have no idea who it is yet. You don't like, know like, Yeah, like Walmart thought its competition was Target. Right, In reality, right, right. it was Amazon before Amazon uh-huh. became a thing. So now, like, a lot of these girls think, you know, Corinne might think, oh, Carly Wilpat is my competition for 2024. Meanwhile, it's like a freshman yeah. at USC right now, probably. Like, who is the... Who is who are these people? The guys thinking the competition was before Phil showed up. Yeah, and then they were like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, I he's guess, this guy." <laughs> I guess he's just gonna take that spot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, totally. It's good. There's a lot of potential. The game is like getting stronger and better. Like the actual game itself is getting better, and uh, I think the younger generations are really pushing the older generations from the Phil Nick. Jake, Casey, Taylor, I'm going to throw Hayden in there, even though he's basically yeah. his own, <laughs> to like the middle kind of group, maybe like Theo and Ryan would be the higher end of that, to like the, you know, me and Taylor, I'm going to put Taylor in with us, Yeah. to like the even younger group that's coming behind, which I don't know who's going to come out of that group for the guys, but um, there's some serious potential. Yeah, because you never know who's going to make that transition from indoor. Because when Taylor was younger, I mean, when he was in France, yeah, exactly. That's, you know, and then that's he the came out, thing. and then within a year, he was in the semis of Manhattan. Yeah, like I, I could have told you Taylor was going to be good. Maybe not this good, but I did. I did tell Donaldson. Okay, <laughs> wait till all my Hawaiian boys come out. Yeah, here. <laughs> Riley and Maddie still got try to say Hawaii know. drink. Oh yeah, <laughs> drink people. Uh, I was definitely claiming that to Donald. And it worked out. So yeah. Riley and Maddie still got to get their uh, their top five. Madison's one. Oh yeah, Maddie won. Never <laughs> <So>. mind. Riley. <laughs> Riley still needs that break- breakthrough. They're but. making. They're certainly making an impact. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some serious potential. Now we just need our the tours to all collaborate, and we need FIVB to step their game up. I think. Yeah, I feel like the. Because, I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence that so last year the AVP worked with the FIVB. Right. P1440 worked with the FIVB, and now no one wants to work with the FIVB. Uh, so it's kind of, I feel like everything I've heard from people who've promoted FIVB is just not <clears throat> fun to do. I feel like they, it seems to me like the vibe is that they have all the power and they know it. So they just kind of do what they want. Yeah. Rather than like, hey, like, let's work together. Even if you do have all the power. Like, work with everyone, you know? Yeah. And Help it's more just like, like, hmm, we'll, uh, you can work around us. 
you know? But, like, they have so much of the pull that it messes with. AVP can't really do... They can't, they can't even run a whole tour with all their athletes, which really sucks. Yeah. Um, but, of course, FIVB has to deal with every country's trying to run their own tours, so... I guess they can't just say, okay, America will work our whole schedule right. around yours, but it does kind of suck that it, that that doesn't work out. Yeah. But so we have really kind of four noteworthy new partnerships for the women's side here, but for the for the men's side, I, I kind of want your take on some of the new partnerships. Like if the beach volleyball stock market were just beginning and you had to invest in either players or partnerships, mm-hmm. who would be some of the guys or, or teams that you would be looking to invest in? Hmm. I would invest You can in, pick yourself, too. I would, I would for sure invest in myself. <laughs> um, I would invest in me. Uh, honestly, Taylor and Trevor. I didn't say Hawaiians. Now I did. So you yeah. can drink. No. <laughs> Uh, but no, I think they're just really good volleyball players. Um, Theo is always a wild card because he's such a good blocker, but he hasn't been able to stay consistent necessarily. Um, if I had to buy a stock, who else is there? Well, I mean, so you got like, you got your blue chips, right? You got Jake and Taylor, Phil and Nick. Um, I mean, I'm not going to, I guess I was thinking like younger and not, not thinking of the Phil and Knicks right away, but yeah, like if you're talking about like get your safety investments while they're here, yeah, <laughs> yeah, while they're here, I mean, yeah, Phil and Nick are amazing. Jake's still playing really well. Hayden's still playing really, really well. You're kind of, it's, if you're not going to bet on Hayden, it's, it's like, uh, Playing roulette. It's like betting against Tom Brady at this point. Yeah, it's like playing roulette and it keeps hitting red. Yeah. And you're like, this time it's going to be black. Yeah. This time it's going to be black. Yeah. When you're just like, oh, I could just I lost a lot of money doing time. that one time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, it has to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hayden and Doherty will be interesting because they're really making it hard on themselves by Hayden moving away. Yeah. So like uh, Ryan, a.k.a. the Rhino. Everyone's calling him Rhino now. <laughs> I love that. Um, they're, they're, uh, Ryan's been playing with Taylor at all the national team practices, and they've been training together a lot because Jake's been out with some kind of knee injury. I don't think it's anything serious, but he's been resting his knee this uh, for a while this off season. Um, so like Ryan and Hayden aren't even really training together much. But I mean, who am I to say they're not going to get? great work in you know at some point Hayden just I've played with him long enough to know he just needs to give me a set I'm gonna hit my corners my shots and then I'm gonna get the hell off (laughs) set 20 balls set hand set it do a few digs like the guy's just like like Hayden's probably in in Hildebrand's ear too like this is what I need you to do with Ryan this week maybe yeah (laughs) um We're now going to take a quick second for a word from our sponsors. And before we do, we just wanted to thank you guys, as always, for listening. You are what keeps the show going on. Um, Now, if you want to do us a huge favor and drop us a review on iTunes or Podbean, we would greatly appreciate it. If not, support our sponsors. They're the ones who also keep the show going. So any support in any way, we appreciate. So here's a word from our sponsors on Sandcast. 
This show has been brought to you by Firefly Recovery. Now, I know that uh, I have done a terrible job with my recovery all season long, which is why I'm a huge fan of Firefly. I always thought recovery, you had to go get a massage, it had to be an hour-long thing, but it doesn't. With Firefly, all you have to do is just strap this thing on to your knee, which is what's been bugging me, and you can strap it on at work, so you can do your recovery while you're getting paid and doing your work. You can strap it on during an airplane, which is exactly what I did on my way to Maryland for New Year's and Christmas. You can bring it on the way back from the plane you can do it in the car ride you can recover on the go doing whatever you want which is exactly why i love firefly it does everything that you would need it to do it moves the blood flow down there and you're naturally recovering you don't need these enormous normatech boots and be grounded you can do it on the move on the go it's a huge help for me um, with how much you have to lift and play beach volleyball i highly recommend firefly recovery so check them out uh, if you are an athlete if you are just uh, a weekend warrior looking to get that soreness out of your muscles firefly is the way to go so hit them up at fireflyrecovery.com give them a try i highly recommend it this podcast is also brought to you by wilson volleyball i know if you've been following beach volleyball players on instagram lately there's a lot of complaints about how difficult it is to play with the dreaded mikasa which is used on the international tours but if you're not playing internationally and if you're not playing p1440 whose season won't be rolling around till late fall anyway we are back to using the wilson people so hallelujah and celebrating that so if you need a, a refill on wilson balls they are the best balls in the market and best thing yet we give you a 20 percent discount here at sandcast if you use the discount code wilson sand by far the best ball the college players use it the avp uses it almost every grassroots tour uses it the cbva rocks it there's a reason that everyone uses wilson it's the best ball on the market highly recommend you pick up a bag of wilson's today especially if you want to use our wilson code wilson sand so go ahead and get yourself a bag of volleyballs today or any other equipment you might need This next segment is brought to you by Pacific Coast Wealth Management. We are all excited for the race to Tokyo, the 2020 Olympic Games, and therefore I wanted to give you guys an update brought to you by our friends at Pacific Coast Wealth Management over who the leaders are both in the world and in the country. Number one in the race to Tokyo is Vyacheslav Krasilnikov and Oleg Stoyanovsky of Russia, followed by two more Russian teams, Ilya Lishukov and Konstantin Semenov and Taras Miskiv and Valery Samode. Uh, I butchered those names for sure, but those are your top three international teams in the race for Tokyo. Number one from the U.S. is the split-blocking extraordinaires Triborn and Trevor Crab with 1,160 points. They are currently ranked number nine in the 2019 standings. The second team from the U.S. currently is Miles Evans and Billy Kolinsky with 1,040 points. And ranked number three in the U.S. in the 2019 season is Casey Patterson and Stafford Slick, who are no longer playing together. So expect some changes as the season is coming up. And for now, just enjoy our Pacific Coast Wealth Management update of the race to Tokyo. And now back to the show. I don't know. I'm bad at answering this one. Like some of the younger guys that sort of have high potential. uh, What are your thoughts? Like a Troy Field. Comment on your thoughts. Um, yeah, you throw, so, throw out the names here. Yeah, so like Troy Field. I think Chase Budinger is a guy who... I don't think people understand how outrageous it is what he was able to do last year. Like he went from not having played volleyball at a higher level than high school. And he came out and well, made an ADP and a lot final. Of 
Four mans. Like he played, yeah. South Bay. Four, four mans. mans. That was his thing. It's yeah. It's yeah. so. It's just so different. Like yeah. six man. Totally. But and people were and like he gets picked up by Sean Rosenthal, one of the best of all time in the U.S. And they make a final and people are like, oh, well, Chase just doesn't look that great. It's like, well, why would he? Like, I played basketball in high school and a little bit in college too. And like, I'm not gonna go play with the Clippers. Right. And be great. But Chase was able to make a final, so I think that I think Chase is due for a breakout year. I think you're right. It is. It's definitely even I've like definitely been pulled into that. Like, eh, it's not that good. Yeah. And then I'm like, shit. He played. <laughs> like, it's not like he was doing volleyball on the side and like yeah. scouting, like watching film the whole time. He was just fully a basketball player for a really long time, and. He's just that good of an athlete. Like, he was probably, you could argue, the best. I don't know who else came out in that class um, with him. I think there was some impressive players in the same high school class, but um, maybe Kevin Durant, actually. But he um, was, you could argue, one of the best athletes, top two, five, five athletes in the whole country. Like, yeah. Athletes. And he could have obviously gotten a full ride for volleyball. He was the number one guy in volleyball and number whatever guy in basketball. I think he was five. Number five guy in basketball. It's like Durant, Ty Law. Like, like how crazy many, class. How many athletes have been able to play multiple sports like that? There's a lot of like football, uh, baseball guys that have, you know, Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson and Russell Wilson, I guess. A, a lot of guys get like drafted, you know. Yeah, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, right. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. And then when you go play against him, like, I mean, you know, we're trying to beat him every time. And besides the fact that we're like, never, we're always, whatever we tell ourselves, we're always like, I'm better. I'm better. You know, we're all telling ourselves this yeah. as athletes or, or I can beat him, you know? Um, but yeah, he gets up and hits some balls. You're like, whoa. That had some angle on it. <laughs> yeah. And like, when he takes that outside not, set. Hasn't been playing volleyball yeah. this whole time? Like, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. So I think people, I, I don't think for the most part, most fans re- like really grasped how crazy it is what Chase was doing last year to play a sport he hadn't played at any official capacity outside high school and then play at the highest level of the professional well, game. Plus, he was he playing beat indoor. He was playing indoor. Yeah. He wasn't like, even playing beach. Yeah. You see how much, like, for example, Reed Pretty, one of the best indoor players <clears throat> in the world, comes out here and has, what, similar success to Chase? Yeah. And Chase did that in a year without playing in four Olympics. Yeah, exactly. So I think Chase would be my guy who that I'm picking to have the biggest breakout year. Mm-hmm. And in that same sense, too, you know, I think, Casey Patterson I think, and, I, and I think Casey, his, you know, metaphorical stock in this case, would have dropped last year because it was a bit of a down year. But I think he's probably due to have a pretty good year as well. Not just because of Chase, but just because... I mean, Casey's still a really good player. Yeah. And it just, like, for whatever reason, him and Stafford just didn't vibe as well as they thought they would. Right. And they had moments where they played really well, and then they just kind of didn't click. But him and Chase played really well at The Hague. Um, yeah. So I, I, I like that team as kind of a, a team that has a, a pretty high ceiling given where... Casey dipped and where Chase is starting. Yeah. Um, Can't argue. Yeah. In terms of like now dropping a level, I think Chase Frischman is probably due to kind of take another big step up. I hope so. I hope he, uh, you know, he's been grinding away. He's been putting, he's been putting in his time. Yeah. And I know he's really like 
passionate about the game, you know. Obviously has the skill set, um, but can he turn it into big Ws, you know? Getting into the semifinals and those kind of things. Um, I'd like to see Chase make that turn. I think, I think yeah, like you said earlier, Troy Field. Are they playing together? I don't know. They signed up for Sydney together. Okay, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know like if they're like official right. partners. I mean, Troy's got a lot of potential. It's whether he can like really like bear down and like be a smart volleyball player and like hone all his skills and athleticism into like making the right moves at the right time, because he's got it all. Yeah. I mean, when you're like athletic enough to just jump and like hit it backwards because you're up so high, like you better be doing the small stuff right then, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's the stuff that makes all the difference. So, and if he does. Sky's the limit for that team because good luck getting it over Troy and past, uh, uh, yeah, over Troy and past Chase. Yeah, and it's crazy. So we and Paula Riza played them in San Jose, mm-hmm. and it's cra- like there. It's it was just a super volatile match. So they they got in a really bad rut in the first set, and they just ended up playing pretty bad for that whole first set, and then. Second and third set, they were like outrageous, and Troy was doing all those crazy things you said yeah. that he can do, um, and Chase too. I mean, Chase is always rock solid. Um, I feel like Troy, if we're, if we're going to continue the the stock metaphor, is kind of like Tesla, where you see this potential and you're like, holy cow, like this yeah. could be crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, it'll just like something weird will happen. It's just like, wait, what happened there? <laughs> and then you see that potential again. So yeah. I think it's just a matter once he he's consistent, like he's yeah. going to be gnarly because you can't teach some of the things that he's able to do physically. Uh, and his confidence is already there for the most part, I think. So yeah, it's it's inevitable. They're gonna be they're gonna be good. Also Case Beard's on down in Brazil training together. Case Beard's been getting better and better. Case Beers I mean, I think he's been due for some really good finishes for a while now. Um but with Zahn, Zahn's kind of in the same boat as Casper. They've both been around long enough now. Casper a little longer. Um, but they're both due for it. They both need to like make that jump. And why not make that jump with two two guys that are in the same spot, you know? Yeah. Kind of like, I guess I would have to relate to that. Like me and Trevor are, have both won we've both won tournaments and we've both done well but we haven't taken the Phil and Nick spot yet right Jake's spot yet so that's kind of this the jump we need to make together they need to make that jump from the fifth places to the semis yeah ish you know making finals I'm really curious to see the dynamic of Zahn and Case Beer mm-hmm. so neither of them have been the leader on their team right so Case Beer has always been sort of the uh the Padawan Right, so he played with Mayer, learned a lot from him. Played with Rosie, learned right. a lot from him. Played with Reed, learned a lot from him. Now he has Zahn, who's younger. Zahn played with Ed. He played with Piotr. Um, he, I think, he won the uh, the Village Bicycle Award this year for having the most <laughs> partners. But he's never really had that leadership role. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who sort of adopts that on the court. Um, but super physical team. Zahn's not like a. I feel like he's just in his own world out there, right? Kind of, it's not like he, he's like a follower, like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. Kind of guy, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I'm just kind of going to wing it out here. Uh, and I feel like Case Beer is kind of like that too. So it might, it might just be a lot of that, like, 
two guys just kind of just bombing serves bombing, and just yeah, hanging going out for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Case Beer is going to be yelling at Zahn and there'll be some fire there. There'll be a lot of fire on that team. But I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of too much dialogue and like strategy going on. Yeah. I think it could be pretty hot and cold. Yeah. It'll be it'll be fun to see. I talked to Zon for like a half hour today when he was in Brazil, and he he'll come back with some funny stories. Oh, there we go. oh I'm sure <laughs> we'll have to have him and Case Brown when they get back because like that. that will be an entertaining one. I like that. <laughs> they can sit on the blue couch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so we had our our kind of blue chips or mid tiers, and then you know the qualifier level guys who can make a huge jump. I don't know if you've seen Logan Weber play. No. So he played with Dr. Vandermeer, made his first main draw in Huntington last year, mm-hmm. and they played Jake and Taylor pretty well. I, mean, I think their first set was twenty one nineteen, and Logan's like I want to say six seven ish, but really long, and jumps well. And I pl- I've played him a bunch of times. Uh, he knocked me out of Formosa two years ago, and then <laughs> I knocked him out of San Jose in the round to get in last year. Um, but he's at the beach. He just moved down here from Michigan. And, dude, he's on the beach, like, three times a day. So we have P1440 practices at 9.30. Well, he's practicing from 7.30 to 9.30. And then P1440, 9.30 to 11.30. And then every time I'm on the beach, like, even if I'm just, like, walking out there to, like, lay down and read, he's out there. And he's he's there. So he's either going to be super burnt out or he's going to be gnarly <laughs> right. by the end of the year. Yeah. And How old is he? He's 23. Okay. And he, he just got second in the Navy P next. Um, so I think that he has, like, all the potential. Because, like, anytime you have a 6'7 guy who can handset and jump spell and he's, like, really hungry. Yeah, exactly. He has a lot of potential. And then my guy, uh, Andrew Dentler. Yeah. Um, so last year, like, Dentler had kind of a weird year. So he was, like, super adult. He was, like, adult of the year last year. He got married, had a baby, bought a house, got a master's degree, Whoa. moved. And he was still playing volleyball. I think he still made, like, two main draws. Dang. And so now that he has all that out of the way, not that having a child and, like, <laughs> out, out of the, the way, way ever. Yeah. <laughs> but that thing's you get always used in the to way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get used to it. But I think Dentler's going to have a good year, too, because now that he can, like, focus mm-hmm. a little bit more rather than doing 8,000 super grown-up things at once. Right. He just can't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so those would be my picks for the guys who can, like, make pretty big jumps this year. I like that. I think uh, another team that's going to make some uh, to add to the resume this year is Mawarder and Wagatutia. Wagatutia. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I'm hearing I, some good stuff. I'd agree with that too. I mean, I think that we like. There's no reason why we shouldn't. Right. Um, I mean, qualifiers are like absurd, and like you could just have like get someone on the wrong day. Right. But I mean, me and Miles like. When we were, it's weird. Walk, like we played two tournaments this year, and like when we're on the court, like I fully expect to win, mm-hmm. which is something new. Uh, I haven't really had that before, because we played Hagen and Steve Irvin in the finals of our little P fourteen forty dev tournament, and they smashed us in Huntington, um, like a month and a half before, and we came out and we were like, I'm like I was fully confident that we were going to win, and we ended up Hagen like kind of tweaked his groin, so they forfeited. The second set, but we were already up sixteen ten, so we were gonna win anyway, yeah. unless something tragic happened. But yeah, I think uh, I mean from what I've seen, Miles first of all, he's played volleyball his whole life. He's played beach his whole life yeah. too, right? Yeah. So I like that about his game. You can tell he's got a good touch on the ball. He's he everything. Gnarly. He's extremely scrappy, so he's got pretty much everything you need. He can jump and hit. He's not like too short to be able to hit. Uh, and he's played 
college volleyball at a very elite level. Didn't he win the national championship? Won a national championship. Yeah, he was on... In 2010. Yeah, that team that took us down. (laughs) (laughs) That damn team. Uh, And he's played college football at Stanford, like in the Andrew Luck Like super high level. Yeah. Uh, So being able to handle those pressure situations and like enjoying that kind of pressure I guess you could say uh, that environment is a big part of it I think like you yeah. have to like want it and like get better as the tournament goes the more that builds you're like finally I'm here like you know you have to like crave it and I pretty much guarantee he has that bug I know you got a steady head I've watched you play enough you're badass at golf play <laughs> basketball all, all the above sports and I've kind of seen like with your other partners I felt like it was a little like your, something your, just wasn't there. Yeah, your uh, personalities didn't fit. Yeah, like you know, they weren't feeding off of each other as much. But now you and Kyle, I think, have that that good uh, that good blood. So yeah. we'll be seeing you in the main draw tents. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, it, uh, it's fun playing with Miles too because we. I mean, when we're ever losing, someone would be like, "You guys looked really calm out there." Because we'd be down like sixteen, twelve, yeah. and like we we're totally like. Like not Calm, rattled at but all. like you still have that fire that and you need. Yeah, you know, exactly. That competitive fire, like you're gonna be very, very angry yeah. if you lose. And I was like, well, Miles doesn't really get nervous because he's played in an Orange Bowl with eighty thousand fans. Right. So like, what, what is yeah. that? You know, exactly. There's like thirty people here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So it's it's really it's fun to have that. Also, Kyle Friend. Yeah. I don't know who he's playing with, um, but he's been training. He's been helping out. It's like kind of part-time trying to get into coaching I think Mm -hmm. so he's been helping out with the national team but being like an arm and subbing in for guys um, because it's only three national the top national team teams at a time but Kyle's been in there and like when he subs in for example I believe um, Theo subbed out of practice the other day about halfway through Kyle went in and and lit it up yeah yeah just like acted like he was completely meant to be at practice there which doesn't surprise me I've been playing with him since we were on the youth national indoor national team when we were like 15 yeah so I know he's a great player but I think whoever if he gets the right partner he could be deadly yeah because him and Troy were playing together a little bit um oh really and he because he's Kyle's trying to make that transition from blocking to defense I feel like he's he's like a tweener height wise to where he should he should probably be a defender yeah so I think that's what he's trying to do mm-hmm. so him and Troy played uh they played a tournament together, and I think they've been training together a little bit. So that would be a nasty team. Yeah, super physical. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so that's our kind of preview here. Are there any other teams that you see? Any women's teams that you think um, you kind of want to jump on? I feel like Kelly Clay's and Sarah Sponsel. They're gonna be good. Super high ceiling. They're gonna be good. Um, yep. And then, damn, there's pretty so much, many there's so teams, many just like, college teams. Try to pick your two Olympic teams. Like, that's pretty tough. Yeah. Who knows what Clay's and Sponsor are capable of. There's no pressure. They're not expected to, to get that bid. Yeah, because they're still in college. But Clay's is, like, as confident as anyone. Yeah. And apparently Sponsor is, too, the way that she plays. Yeah, she's got some swagger. Yeah, so they could be deadly. And then uh, April and Kleiman, guaranteed to be good. Um, Sarah, and, Sarah Summer. and Summer are guaranteed to be good we don't know if they're going to make that you know they've already won an FIVB what a four star I think in Moscow 
And then did they play? But they're they did like, well in Ostrava too, right? Are they going to be like a top ten, top five team in the world? That's definitely possible. And then Carrie's Carrie and yeah, Brooks. You, Brooks. You can never so doubt if, them. If Carrie's playing to her potential and Brooks playing to her potential, it's like how do you say they're not going to go to the Olympics? You know. Yeah. But then you have all the injuries, so the drama is heating up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think you kind of hit on the head there. And then you have Emily and Betsy. You Emily never know. And Betsy and 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 like Reeves and Howard. Yep. Like they did so well at the FIB Huntington. Yeah. Right. When they get a fifth. I think so. They were they were top ten for sure. Yeah. Either ninth or fifth. I want to say they got a fifth. Yeah, and Brittany's like only getting better too. Yeah. Cause, I mean, because she was mostly indoor, and then she played one grad year at Pepperdine, and then AVP, she was Rookie of the Year. So she's really like, this is only her third year of like beach, consistent beach. You know who's going to, I think, is going to make some serious strides is Emily Hartong this year. Yeah. Girls in I, I watched her and Alexis Strange play in Carlsbad, mm-hmm. and they were super fun to watch. They're so athletic. Yeah, very yeah. athletic, but Hartong, like, I, I had a conversation with her, and it's just like, she like doesn't. She's she's like embarrassed about her game right now because she's so used to being so good like at volleyball. Best, yeah, that it's like oh, I can't stand watching myself or like doing all these dumb things. But like I'm like, that's what beach does to you. Like it's a veteran sport. It's an experienced sport. Be patient. Like it'll come. And there's yeah. like simple things you can learn here and there. And she's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. I'm like all right, if you keep. Keep learning things. You're going to be pretty damn good pretty yeah. quick. I think Emily is due for a really good year. Yeah. She, Her and Alexa looked great yeah. in Carlsbad. I think Nicolette Martin and Allie Wheeler are another two that I think could also have great years because Allie and Katie Spieler made the finals in P1440 Huntington. And Spieler, you can never count out. I mean, She's she, a fan she won in Martinique. She won in um, the snow volleyball. Yeah. She won. Uh, she got second. In P1440 Huntington. She got third at AVP. Yeah. Austin, right? Yeah. So yeah. she's just the little engine who could yeah. every tournament. And a fan favorite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be a fun year. I know there's more we're not thinking of, too. Yeah, there always are. So, so the good news is we have the entire year to cover it. It's true. So Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry, you guys. We'll, we'll cover you, too, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> so we didn't mention you. Just uh, Just play really well. <laughs> we'll yeah. have you on exactly yeah so um, have fun in Florida thank you sir and then uh, good luck to all of our teams in Cambodia it'll be fun to follow along and have volleyball in our lives again yeah I hope it rains all week here in California <laughs> <laughs> make me feel better about it yeah uh, well shoot